I'm Tammy McCarthy. And I'm Becky Fleischer. We're two soul sisters on the front lines of growth and transformation, getting real about it all. You know, sometimes we're totally in our woo-woo groove, walking on light. Yep. And other times, we lose our footing and end up tripping over those very same rays of sunshine. That's woo-woo in the real world. On this show, we're giving you an inside look at all the healing practices and mindfulness that we use and how we integrate them into our lives. Yep, we're talking to interesting people who can help us along the way as we look at some of the woo and wild things that make us go, hmm. We hope that you'll join us. Living Living woo-woo in the real world. Hello, welcome to Woo Woo in the Real World. I'm Tammy McCarthy. I'm Becky Fleischer. Super excited to be back. I'm in my like like psychedelic looking music room here. I know. It's like one of those moments where we're like, yeah, we're going to Zoom and we've got a great interview lined up. And then we both log in and we're like, oh, I love your wallpaper. Oh, you have (laughs) wallpaper too. Looks so amazing. Of course, I'm here at Kahlo and you're in your groovy room. That's your office, right? Your home office. This is my home office. Yeah, where I where I make a lot of music. I write a lot of songs in this room, actually. So awesome. I love it. Um, So today we're talking about a different kind of good vibration besides music. Um, We're talking about energy. And we actually have a guest today. Um, and her name is Leslie Stevenson and she's an energy healer. And I have known Leslie for, um, hmm, gosh, probably three years now. We met right before the pandemic. I actually have her as part of Kahlo Collective, um, doing readings. So, um, I created an angelic candle line and you could pick your archangel candle and then also do a reading, um, in the pandemic virtually with Leslie. Um, so that's sort of how I came to know her um, through collaborating with her and working with her um, and having energy readings with her. I mean, she's amazing. Um, and I yeah, just, you talked about her in our first episode, I think, just to remind our listeners. That's right. You, were, you would talk about like the Chicago. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was a very serendipitous kind of like session with her because you weren't quite yeah. expecting to meet up with her. And it kind of all happened just spur right. of the moment. It was incredible. Right. Yeah. I mean, even knowing each other for three years, that was the first time we met in person. It's like, woo, amazing. Um, so yeah, so she works with angels, spirit guides, um, people who have crossed over, whether they're, you know, your loved ones or your ancestors. Um, she calls in the elements in her sessions, um, obviously fire, water, air, and uh, mother earth. Um, and one of the things that I love about her is that she really kind of, um, works as an energetic and spiritual coach, um, and can guide you along based on reading your energy and what's going for you, going on for you in the moment. So I'm so excited, you know, to hear her talk about that. Um, she's a Reiki master, um, gosh, clairvoyant, um, you know, I think even though I've known her three years and we'll talk more about it, um, I think she's been in this field for over 20 years. Wow. Um, and her work is really, I know that it's, you know, changed so many people um, from even the friend that introduced us 
Um, she's just one of these people with, you know, just an amazing set of spiritual gifts that she can call in at any moment in a session with you based on what's going on in your energy. That's exciting. I can't wait to talk to her. I, I did one session with her with the <laughs> candle. I bought the candle. I had my session with her and she was extremely spot on. Like it, it's always kind of blows my mind when you have those sessions with people yeah. that don't know you and have no way of knowing you Correct. and have, have no way of knowing things that they're saying to you about your own life that it's not public information. So it's, yes you know, there's yes. no way for them to know. It's, it was yeah. it's wild for sure. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And just real quick before we bring Leslie on, um, I don't know if you've been reading this and I'm sure you probably have because we're like tapped into kind of the same sources of information and we, for some reason are just so synced up, right? It's like, <laughs> you know, I read something you're, or I'll send it to you and you're just like, oh, I just read that or, <laughs> just feeling that, or I just wrote in my morning pages, <laughs> right? Um, that often happens, which is really crazy. <laughs> so one of the things, you know, for 2023, um, a lot of the practitioners or teachers that I follow are talking about the, the energy of 2023 and this being a seven year, right. And the year of the rabbit. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, hopefully Leslie can also share some of her insights about all of that. Um, but, you know, I've been thinking about intention a lot and how um, setting intentions really drive a lot of your energy, right? And what comes up and what you need to clear out of the way in order to manifest those intentions, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, somebody like Leslie is really instrumental if anybody is working on something like that, either shifting energy or you have a totally different intention for 2023 that you didn't have before, right? So for me, I'm going to be, you know, closing out my physical space that I'm sitting in here now. And so I've been, you know, sitting a lot with like what next and where, and, you know, a lot yeah. has been coming at me in terms of how to make that decision, but I'm working on this way of making new decisions, which is what feels aligned, what feels like yes. my energy is going to be uplifted instead of drained, right? So somebody like Leslie is somebody that I would tap into for exactly that reason, um, you know, to, to really have someone who can see and who can help, you know, shape and shift my own energy to clear out all the crap that I want to clear out and bring in all the amazing stuff that I want to bring in. Um, yeah. And that's kind of what this work is all about and, and what the woo-woo aspect of it is and like how we integrate it into our real world, right? So for me right now on January 12th, which by the way, is the third year anniversary of meeting my dad. <gasps> is it really? Oh, I just got goosebumps. That is such a fantastic story. We have to tell our, we have yes. to tell our listeners right. that story at some point. So stay tuned. That totally. has yeah. to come because that is a magical, just completely beautiful yeah. story. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Third anniversary. So anyway, um, so I'm going to bring Leslie in. You good with that? Great. I'm great. Okay. Welcome, Leslie, uh, to Woo Woo in the Real World. We're so excited to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> yeah. So um, 
you know, you, you're based in Chicago, so that's where we're, we're doing this from. And we're dealing with a little mercury and retrograde tech stuff right now. But Leslie's got her angels on her side. <laughs> and the connection has been reestablished. Um, yeah. So we're rolling with it. So we're just going to jump right in, Leslie, um, because, you know, we, we talked a little bit before you came on about, you know, how we came to know you and just the teeniest bit about your background. Um, but, you know, I'm curious uh, for you to share um, the fact that you're an angel therapist, you're a Reiki master, you're a clairvoyant, um, or what, you know, someone might describe as a seer, right? And you can read yes. someone's energy. Uh, yes. And um, so let's talk a bit, little bit about that and what, what each one of those things means. But before we dive into that, you know, when did you realize that you actually had these gifts? Oh, so, you mm -hmm. know, I was, well, like many seers or, and you were bo born this way. So, yeah, so I'm Pennsylvania Dutch, um, and that's like Amish. So I come from that. And also my father is a visionary, and he was profoundly clairvoyant. So I had it from both mother and father. And I, you know, would see angels at age of two. And my grandmother gave me a whole collection of angels because she was like, she sees she sees, she sees angels. And so that was supported. Now well, that's amazing because I mean, Becky and I have met so many people, whether we've worked with them, you know, in our own lives or just, you know, come across them um, where, you know, people think they're crazy, right? Yeah. Right. And that right. they're not supported or they can't share it with their family. So that's amazing that you come from this lineage of seers. Yeah. And well, I would say, you know, a lot of the tarot is not very well accepted, which was a battle on my end, but uh -huh. I, and I still battle with it, you know, but now, yes, that part of me has always been accepted. I come from a very religious mom who was very spiritual and grandmother and God was always first mm -hmm. in my family. So, mm -hmm. but it changed and shifted as I grew and learned and learned from all different kinds of teachers. And, you know, I just have a thirst for knowledge mm -hmm. and a thirst for service and a thirst to help people and guide them in unique and different creative ways. I have a thirst for art. So this kind of all kind of combines my whole personality, which is a little unique. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I can help and guide people through so many different challenges in their life. And I love doing that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And when did you realize that you could uh, work with a person and, and actually see their energy in a way that was helpful to them? Well, I was a dancer for a very long time. And that is a very silent world where you're just moving your body. And so I became a dance movement therapist, thinking that I could incorporate all of that through being a dance movement therapist. And funny enough, I went to this thing with Anastasia um, and she took me and introduced us. Anastasia. Yes, yes. And she took me to Doreen Virtue and it was one of her first like conferences to become the angel therapist. And I, it was like my whole world, it was like meeting like a soul 
my soul, my soul. (laughs) And, and that ensued such an awakening in me. And that was like 99 or 2000 Mm -hmm. that, you know, I got that with my Reiki, with my dance movement therapy, and I was bound and determined to do something unique. So I guess it was Anastasia that really helped with this awakening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And that was one of my questions for you, because it's interesting that, and I know that everyone who I've spoken to, who is a seer in some form or fashion, they all say the same thing, which is I was born this way. You know, I mean, it's ever since I was a little kid and it's great that you had people who could help normalize that for you and help you understand what it was and to kind of guide you a little bit. So it wasn't scary or, or confusing in in any kind of way. And so I was curious, I'm always curious with people who are born just with that. Is there a cultivation of it that also still has to happen or does it all just kind of come so naturally to you? Oh, no, I have to cultivate it every single day mm. and, and have to be very careful with the food I eat. Uh, I meditate two to three hours a day. I listen to my guidance system. I've always done that, you know, and, and it, it takes such a discipline and, um, you know, gosh, I get tested all the time with very dark forces coming at me and how do I protect myself? Mm-hmm. Or what, what is this trying to tell me? And what do I need to learn here? I've really had to shape, shape that. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't take it so personally because I am extremely sensitive. Um, it, it can hurt badly to the core, mm-hmm. like probably like nobody humanly would care. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can feel things like when I walk in a room or a crowd, I can feel it in my body, like that somebody mm. is having heart problems or leg problems or their liver's off. So I've had to really learn how to protect myself and just be a person too out in public, mm-hmm. right? And so that boundary took a very long time to kind of, and I'm still trying to figure that out, but I've gotten much better. Yeah, I bet because you can't really turn it on and turn it off. I mean, it's just part of who you are. So I can imagine that would just be completely overwhelming and and overstimulating at times. Yeah, I mean, I talk about this, the managing of other people's energy for me. It's Mm. like so difficult. Um, And it's become so much easier, by the way. I don't know you know, the more you practice and the more you make this a daily practice and a discipline and where you put your angels there and ground yourself, it gets much easier. But when I was younger, I had no clue. Mm. And I would also, then I would start processing things and think they were mine. And I had to really work on boundaries and I still do to this day. Mm -hmm. Boundaries are key in this work. (laughs) I bet that's right. Yeah, no, we've absolutely heard that. Um, So in terms of um, how you, because you you work in so many modalities is basically what I'm trying to to get at. Um, And I know, for example, I was having a conversation with a friend the other day and she's like, I just don't understand how, if you're not in the room with someone, how they can affect your energy or help your energy? How can a healer work 
with your frequency or your energy from a distance. And I made myself a little note and I said, you know what? Ask Leslie this question, right? So I love that light on that. Um, because you know, I've thought about that myself. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like I, I've certainly have had virtual sessions with you and felt my energy shift, but I have no idea what's going on or how you do that or whatever. So, um, and it's not like, you know, the magician who has to like (laughs) tell his (laughs) trick or anything, and it's not a trick, but if you could just talk about that a little bit, I think people have a lot of curiosity about that. Yeah, that's such a great question. And so I, I really speak to your angels and your guidance team, you know, and I do a lot of meditation and I'll run like a healing before each and every, um, session. Mm -hmm. And so I'll get messages or intuitive hits or I'll see colors or I'll, you know, a a guardian angel will come through or someone who has passed away that is on your team will come through and they'll start to speak to me. Um, I have a very deep connection with the unknown, the unseen, the, yeah, that world within you. Mm-hmm. And I believe we all come with this spiritual team because I've seen it time and time again. And that's where I go. And so mm-hmm. that's how I work with the energy. And I can see um, Akashic Records and I work with Archangel Jeremiah and can see like at your soul print, your soul essence, like what color it is and what it looks like. Cause we're all just, you know, purple, green, yellow. And mm-hmm. I can see then also your chakra system. I see color mm-hmm. um, and I can see where it's dull or this chakra is spinning the wrong way. Um, it's in my own, my third eye, I guess. But I also, I have all the clairs I've been told. So I, I get clairaudient, clairvoyant, sentient. So I'm getting all yeah. these messages. So just, so just for the people listening or watching, when you sure. say all the clairs, <laughs> that's what that is, right? <laughs> Clairvoyant, which yep. is seeing. There's clairaudient, right? Yep. Which is hearing. What are the other yep. ones? Clairsentient, mm-hmm. which is, um, it's just like the unknown, you know, it's right. just a knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you uh, have claircognizant, claircognizant, <laughs> which is, oh, I have a thought that comes to me, mm-hmm. you know, and I think we covered them all, but yeah, yeah, I guess I guess, so, yeah, and it's probably because I've done this work and you know, studied with so many teachers that different things have been in really, I, I disciplined, I, I've worked like a ninja <laughs> to get this way it's mm-hmm. not like yeah and, and to get clear mm-hmm. messages because I have to be very careful what I say to people mm-hmm. yes. but I also want to speak the truth so that they know because I, I would want to know what to fix or what to do or what I need to look at mm-hmm. but you have to be very careful how you verbalize that and language it yeah yeah say more mm-hmm. about that say more about the being careful about what you say to people, what does that look like for you? Um, well, I, <laughs> I don't always do a good job, by the way, I'm not saying, you know, cause, cause I could see something really, you know, not, I try to put it in a love, in a language of love and kindness mm-hmm. and some way that they can hear it so that they can see. And I also try to remove it. 
or mm -hmm. fix it or think about it with their guidance team of where the direction needs to go next, you know? So yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. how. I'm mean, asking that because I think a lot of people that I talk to who they're, they're scared, like they're scared to talk to someone like you because they're like, ah, I don't know what she's going to tell me. And what if she tells me something horrible sure. about my health or horrible about, and mm -hmm. you know, my reply to them always is that's never been my experience when, when you're dealing with a healer, they're not going to land you with horrible, you know, doom and gloom news. They're going to land you with like, how do you, um, yeah. What is presenting and how can you work with it in a more positive, like you said, in a love, you know, you try to put it in a love kind of language. Um, yeah. So. And also like a space where you can go, aha, no wonder that I was having a stomach ache for yeah. three weeks here. I can identify why you have a stomach ache and guess what? It might be removed and go away. You know, it's yeah. like these aha kind of moments that you can't really see, but I can. Interesting. And just for our, our people who are watching the show right now, they just saw Tammy slide off screen because she's at Kahlo and the store is open. And so we joke on this show, this is woo woo in the real world. And we let the yeah. real world be. <laughs> like, I, it love it. It. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I mean, and that's a great point too, that to be authentic and to be real and just to be completely honest, some people are really afraid of honesty and authenticity. Yeah. This world, you know, we've been branded and put on a unrealistic place where we're supposed to be. And, you know, yeah, I don't know. That's another yeah. way people kind of are afraid to kind of even be that authentic. <laughs> That's so, true. It's like you have to have such a polished and perfect thing that you're putting out to the world, you know, so that it looks like you have it all together and everything's fine and, right. you know, look how great it is. But um, yeah, that's really a good emphasis of this show is we're really trying to be like, but then there's the real world, you know, where you slip and fall and stumble. Like you've said, like, you don't always deliver everything perfectly. It's, it's an imperfect world. We're imperfect people. Um, yeah. But then just trying to find these modalities that help us. While Tammy's off screen, I have, I want to quickly go back because you mentioned something and I didn't know what it was. So I'm going to just ask you while she made, she nodded her head like she knew. So maybe she knows, but um, you had mentioned you can read some kind of records, uh, sort of with an oh, A, Akashic. I think. Akashic, Akashic records. Akashic records. Mm -hmm. So what are those? <clears throat> so those are the records that we have that we come in as a soul print so it's our past lives. It's, it's everything. It's like our timeline, our life time and in other past lives. So you can, it's really great to go into the Akashic records. If you have continual trauma and you don't know why, or you have triggers or something, I can go into that timeline and see where that trauma came from, whether it be like in this lifetime or in another and how that's affecting you. And we can kind of work together to heal it and release it. Wow. Had like profound healing in Akashic records. It's wonderful. And like, pretty much I kind of do that in every healing, but people don't know. <laughs> I was just going to ask, like, how do you decide? So when people come to work with you, uh, are they coming for something very specific or or you just kind of coming at them and saying, I think we need to do this or like, do you bring a particular modality to the table on purpose or does it just evolve as you start to work with someone? 
Yeah, I'm really free flowing with that. But um, at Ruby Room, they do schedule like a love reading or an Akashic record reading. Like we have separate I see. things so that I can prepare Akashic record. If you really want to go in, I do have to prepare a lot longer beforehand in meditation mm -hmm. and it is a lot more complicated. So, you know, I like to know about that one before. Mm -hmm. Um, and for that one, is there any, is there any participation by, by the, like, if I came to you and said, I wanted to do an Akashic record reading, it, it's not like, um, you know, I've read about like past life regression where people go back and they go, the, somebody can regress them back to their past lives. Is that the same or is it different? No, no, no. I'll just point it out, you know, and I'll just be channeling Jeremiah and, um, to say, oh, like you were a Roman and you had, you know, a Colosseum fall down on you and you had this fear come about. And so that's why you have a random fear when you're in public places. That's really what Akashic Records are really good for. Wow. Something I'm being very superficial, but sure. Um, another thing is like, a lot of it is being seen and I'll see in their timeline that their parents, when they were young, did not interact with them at all. And so they were not seen. And so they grew up with this, you know, kind of trigger or trauma that I'm never seen. I'm not validated. I'm not in the room. And it's really because that child was not seen. Mm. <laughs> you know? And so we can go back and heal that and have you hold your inner child and work with that inner child and tell that inner child that you see them. And yeah. it's amazing what happens when, when you do that. Without question. I mean, there's so much crossover and I think it's going to be fascinating even more as science kind of catches up with this, but there's so much crossover <clears throat> with modern psychology and uh -huh. a lot of the healing modalities and practices, because I know um, I was on a retreat in September and they focused a lot on the inner child and kind of going back to that space of the inner child. And there is something extremely healing when you can go back and find parts of yourself that are like hiding in a little corner of shame or hiding in a ball of pain or whatever it is. Uh -huh. And then to just come to that, you know, person that person that you are but who's still there like on this other kind of timeline um and heal that it, it's really it's really uh powerful I mean I've done it a few times this year where I've kind of gone back and just found like I had no idea like 26 year old me was sitting there with all this pain and shame and I had to go back and say like no 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 like we're good we're good you know like you get to come along too, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and so yeah. it's interesting, like this cross between modern psychology, which I think sometimes for people, that feels like a more solid modality, if, if you will, for whatever reason. But there is so much integration with spirituality. And I think eventually you're not even going to be able to see the line between the two. Um, do, you, uh, do, you I, find, I, do you find that? Yeah, I completely agree. And I think this is actually, and I, I even talked to my teachers from my school, like this is more profound because you're dealing with the body, the mind, the mm -hmm. soul, um, all, all of it, 
you know, and not just focusing on the mental illness. You're going into the soul print. You're going into, you know, the dynamics. You're going into the energy. You're clearing mm-hmm. it on all the levels, right? Yeah. Or you're helping them to release it. I'm not saying that. I'm just a, a witness and a conduit, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to disempower someone. They're healing themselves, but I'm allowing them or giving a voice to what needs to be looked at and, and moved and fixed and worked on. Incredible. That's great. Oh, hello, Tammy. We were, we told our audience, I got us a new listener because the, my customer that was in here that I was, she was like, that's so fascinating. What are you doing? Where can I hear this? And I said, in the real world. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. I was just telling Leslie, I was like, we just keep going because like, this is, the, this is the real world. This is what happens. I like, it. it's- <laughs> I know. Um, it's so funny because, uh, Leslie, you haven't been here. Um, but one, I have two doors, right? So one's on either side in, in front of me. And, um, one door has a bell that says patients, please ring because I don't know many years ago, <laughs> probably 30 plus years ago, this was a doctor's office. And oh, so wow. still on the door, but it's really funny because, um, you know, this woman's standing there and she's like ringing the doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> <Please come in." laughs> like, okay. That's hilarious. I yeah. love that wallpaper, by the way. That's so pretty. <laughs> um, yeah, I can come wallpaper your, your apartment or your house. That- or, yeah. <laughs> love that. <laughs> Um, so you can I hear us, Tammy. So you heard it. What? You heard us. I just want to make sure you heard where yes. we were. Um, and yeah. I, I love that. Um, especially the Akashic Records part of it, which is, which is amazing because um, this this trauma thing, you know, it just gets so suppressed in our physical bodies, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, one thing that I've learned is you could be dealing with trauma, not even from this lifetime and not even know it. Yes. That's a beautiful way to put it and not even know it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, well, people are like, well, why would I want to know it? You know, that's, that's freaky. Right. But actually, if you, if you want to deal with the problem, you're clearly experiencing something in this lifetime, whatever that Mm -hmm. thing is that's an issue or a challenge or keeps coming up for you. So imagine if you found out exactly where that was coming from and you were able to let it come up and you were able to heal it and deal with it. And, um, and then you felt different afterwards and you weren't dealing with that issue anymore. Wouldn't that be amazing, right? And wouldn't it be amazing to live in a world where we all just took accountability and responsibility and like really healed ourselves and healed our traumas and worked on ourselves and not been afraid of, of looking at ourselves. And I think that is part of old mind programming really, Mm -hmm. um, and old systems to keep us stuck and from evolving as humans and getting along. I think it would build so many communities and working together and, you know, there it's so much that humans have evolved as much as they have because yeah. I'm yeah. Like, sometimes I'm just like, how did that happen? Right. Um, yeah. And I'm just yeah. hoping that those forces are going to keep going. Right. Because now, yeah. you know, we can, 
like you had said before earlier in the conversation, um, and like I totally get it, where you have to constantly deal with dark forces trying to come at you because you're a light worker. And that for these anybody with dark who is a dark force or a dark energy, and again, like there's no space or time to what we're talking about, right? So no, right. So that's the other thing that um, is is, and I like I like to call it foreign foreign energy. It's not my energy, right? That I don't label it. It did come out dark, and it's just been a weird. But you know, it can be foreign. It's not your energy. It's someone else's stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I see that very much as like, um, because I agree. I I don't know if it's dark or if it's light or if it's right or if it's wrong. It's just to me when it feels heavy, Mm -hmm. it feels it feels like a wound. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, that's that's someone's wounded energy coming right at me. Oh, I love that. Like it's, it's easier to see it that way. And also to then have some compassion and empathy towards that person, because I'm sure there are times when I push out my wounded energy on someone too. And so it's just kind of having that, you know, kind of compassionate lens of like, that's your wounded energy. And I can't, even if I took it on, there's nothing I can do with it. Like I, I can't fix it for you. So it's like, there's no point of me kind of taking that energy on it's, it's, yeah. It's your energy to, to heal. Yeah. And I've got mine. I've got to heal mine. Um, but that's I, more recently, that's how I've started looking at it because I just, it's, it's hard. It's very hard to dig into your own stuff and kind of pull it out and start mm-hmm. to deal with it. And oh, so heavy. And, um, and people don't want to do it. Like I talked to a friend who was like, I just don't want to go backward. I don't want to know. I don't care. Just fake it. So you make it. And I said to her, you can try to fake it till you make it, but you're never going to make it because right, it's, it's, it's never going away. So you'll mm-hmm. never make it. It's something's always going to have you by the ankle, pulling you right back down, you know? So. I always have a problem with that. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tammy, what we wanted to kind of cover was like the fear, right? Mm-hmm. That's what led us to this whole conversation about like the fear that keeps people from taking a step when they maybe feel called to work with an energy healer. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a lot of fear that comes with that or trepidation or um, just anxiety about it. And so yeah. we were saying like, where's that coming from and and how can we help kind of demystify the process? So it's not mm-hmm. as, as scary to think about approaching. So I was asking Leslie, yeah. Um, when people work with you, like what could they expect just to help demystify the process? Like what could they expect if they came to her? You know, I, I immediately sit down. I, I ask for permission to go into spaces because that's very important to me. This is a very sacred connection. So I have to make sure that I have permission both from their guidance team and from them. Um, and then I, and I, I'll always state rules, you know, kind of rules that I have and also the process, which is I'm talking to your guidance team. I'm going into your timeline. If anything feels uncomfortable, please let me know. And I will back out of that space. I want this to be a dynamic experience and I want you to feel really good at the end, you know, and not defeated or fearful or afraid. I want you to feel empowered, you know? And so I think because I'm not just 
spewing out things and channeling. It's a dynamic. I check in. It's not like I'm going, oh, in 10 months, you're going to be married with a baby on the way. It's more like what's blocking you from getting married and that energy that's, that's stopping you and the action steps you need to take. Mm. And I think we also have like old psychic programming where people are like doing these weird things of predicting, but the, that, that it's not like that at all. It's no. more, yeah, I don't, I don't predict. I'm not a predictor. I believe in free will. And I also see it in timelines that there is no set in stone. We have, you know, times where we're meant to meet things. And if we meet them, we meet them. If we don't, we don't, we'll do it in the next life. You know? So I think explaining that to people makes them feel a little more comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so that's, yeah. So they're not so afraid. But yes, this fear comes up a lot. So I try to really say, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you something and I'm not, I'm not a phony. And I, you know, I really try to really make that clear. Like I am really seeing this. This is real to me. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't resonate with you, please tell me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of times though, um, you could see something that a person may or may not be aware of in that moment at that specific time, but maybe two weeks down the line. Right. We can talk like, about like your well, birthday. Right? Remember, you remember for your birthday and I saw all this music pouring in and I saw musical notes. Oh my God. I, right. It was right before was, that. Right yes. before your birthday. And I was so excited. I'm like, somebody's giving you a gift. And I didn't even mean to tell you. And you're like, what are you talking about? I don't like, I don't know. And music. There's so much music. Um, (laughs) And so for people listening, I saw Leslie the last week of August in Chicago. And my birthday was September 1st. Right. And I had really no plans for my birthday. I wasn't even thinking about my birthday when I saw you. And then my husband, Dan, organized a dinner out for us and uh, said, you know, oh, Becky and Peter 426 are playing at this restaurant. Um, And he actually didn't tell me that part, but I figured that part out when we started driving. I was like, wait a minute. It's a Thursday night. They play at Peter Pratt's. Are we going to go here, Peter and Becky? And I thought that was the surprise. Like, yay, honey, that's such a great surprise. We're going to go hear our friends on my birthday. And we're at this dinner. And we're outside and Becky and Peter are lovely and they're singing and she always plays my favorite song, Angel from Montgomery. (laughs) I'm just like, this is so nice. And then I come back from the bathroom and the energy is very weird. (laughs) And they debut this custom song written just for me that my husband wrote with Peter and Becky, and they performed it at this birthday dinner. And mm-hmm. there wasn't a dry eye in that place. I mm-hmm. was a total wet noodle, as I like to say. And it was the most beautiful experience. No one has ever done that. And um, and my dad played the harmonica on it. It was like out of control, beautiful. Oh. And that's what you were seeing a week before. And I'm just yeah. telling you, oh yeah, I know lots of musicians. I go hear music. That's just what I do. 
I think I think you special about that. I was like handling it and I was crying myself. Like I was moved to tears, but seeing in the ethers, you know, and it was Mm -hmm. so profound and that that came forward to be channeled. Yeah. Yeah. That whole experience was incredible. Like when Dan reached out to us and and asked us, he sent us some information to like kind of structure up the song and rarely songs come tumbling out quickly. And that one came tumbling out really quickly. And I mean, really quickly. It it was just kind of a, and I felt bad because like normally Peter and I would sit down and we would workshop things together. And when he got there the next day, I was like, I am really sorry, but this song just flat, like it just Uh, arrives. And, and, and he was like, no, nothing to be sorry about. You know I mean? We, we workshopped it some more, but, um, it's actually going to, a version of that song is going on our upcoming album. So I can't wait. So special. I mean, you channeled it from the angels and from the other dimensions. I, I, you know, and it was so it's gonna, it's just very healing. I'm just honoring and sacred. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I have chills. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It really that was such but an that's amazing good example of like session, then real world, then what unfolded from from that. Um, yeah, and you were just open. You were just open. And that I encourage. You know, I'll also come with questions, but an openness. Yeah. To the messages because you might be surprised two weeks later (laughs) when that actually it's coming to fruition amazing so um I mean not to put you on the spot or anything but I also remember like when you and I we had that text exchange and I'm like let's go down the podcast and let's talk about this stuff um which it's just mind-blowing like I feel like I could just sit here and talk to you like the entire day Um, me too (laughs) <laughs> and I'd be like, wait, I gotta go pick somebody up or I have to make dinner. I don't want to. Um, but yeah, so you talked about maybe reading our energy. Is that something sure. can, is that something you want to do or can do yeah. or wanted me to do that right now? It's Ooh. up to you. Yeah. Yeah. So um I'll do like a short read oh, for you. Yeah, because yeah, just... your picture's right here right now, and then I'll do a short read. Um, so I'm just asking permission to your guidance team. And this is a dynamic experience. And if anything feels uncomfortable, please let me know. And I'm seeing a lot of blue energy in your field, which is unique for you. Cause I, I don't usually see this like color. It's like lavender blue. Um, It's very soothing. It's almost purple too. There's some colors of purple. It's very soothing. It's very warm. It's almost like you're bringing in a new energy is what I'm hearing from your guardian. And this warmth and this coziness might even be like a a space or a place where people are communing and gathering. Um, And it's got this beautiful, warm energy to it. I see a fire too. So I see a lot of fire in your energy field, which is usually different. I usually see a lot of earth energy. I see a lot of fire energy in your field. You're really manifesting right now. You're really, and uh, you, (laughs) Tammy, I'm just looking right now. Okay. Um, So there's, there's like a, it's like 
a lot of like, I'm going to pull in this and that. You've got a lot of great ideas. Your guide is telling me that they want you to really focus on like one or two or three and that's it. You need to really like kind of edit whatever, because there's a lot you can do right now. I see like seven different paths and they want you to just focus on one or two. That's great. Can they just tell me which one or two? <laughs> I'm hearing community. What? I'm hearing, I'm hearing something with community, something with like body and physical. Um, and I'm also hearing, you know, theater. I'm hearing theater for you. Hmm. Maybe you're bringing in some more theater um, or more acting or a class or something, but there's something there and um, that's your, your guardian is saying, do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. Theater is coming to a town near you. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. <laughs> So with song, I'm feeling so much song and like musical notes, they're surrounding you like, you know, like, like almost like they're showing hills and valleys, your guides are with the music. It's almost like the sound of music. And I don't even mean to say that, but it's just like on the hill and she's spinning around and they're showing, they're flashing me a picture of that. Hmm. Um. I, I don't know if you're going to be taking a lot of like trips this year too, but your, your guide is talking about some travel or upcoming travel. That's going to be really inspirational. Um, and I'm feeling a lot of warmth there. So a lot of sunshine and you need, you need some more vitamin D your guide is saying. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and some more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's there's a little bit of working too hard and a need to just let it flow okay oh i was going back and forth so that's not for camera oh uh -huh. that was for me that was for you <laughs> that Damn checks it. out <laughs> that was for you uh -huh. That definitely checks out. Yeah, and there's like a grounding or a home or something changing in home too. Um, maybe, maybe you're changing your your bedroom or something. You're to change your bedroom around. Your guide is talking about shuffling it around, changing, putting new stuff on the bedside table, putting colors up there. Hmm. Um, because there's old energy that needs to leave and new energy won't come in until this old energy goes <laughs> and there's new mm -hmm. energy that wants to come in and it's excited to come in but that old energy is kind of blocking it right but you I just see you sweeping it away Archangel Jophiel is a great angel to bring in to sweep away old energy so bring Joe and she beautifies spaces. So you can ask her to beautify your space. Yeah. So that's kind of me. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. 
feeling that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. It's very moving and really moving. Helpful. Super helpful. Um, we will probably, you know, I could probably activate again on my website. Um, the link to you, Leslie, if people are curious and want to go deeper, um, of course, always message Becky and I, but, um, you know, they could also book a reading with you virtually. Yeah. Right. Why don't you do like that through Calo, by the way? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And we'll also put the link in our show notes. So when people are looking on the podcast, we can put a link to your work in the show notes so they can get to you. Yeah. Um, I would don't like be a part of your collective, <laughs> you know, and we can share and, you know, you can take some, I, yeah, I just think let's keep it with Calo, you know, yeah. and they can keep it virtual with me. That sounds great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's okay. really powerful. Just that little snippet that we shared in terms of what you can do. So imagine a full session. It'd be amazing. Yeah. I mean, Thanks for joining yeah. us today. Yeah, thank you so much. I am so grateful to be on here anytime. I love talking about this. I love educating and being a part of community. Yeah, to uh, New York. Yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm so grateful <laughs> for you. You're just such an amazing uh, mentor and healer and teacher. And I'm just in awe of you. Mm. I'm so that. grateful. Yeah. You're amazing. You're amazing. In Chicago listening, go see Leslie at the Ruby Room. Yeah. Thank you. So much fun.